0: My dad was a raging alcoholic, and when I was about 14 years old, he came home on one of his drunken nights and pulled out a shotgun and said he was going to kill the whole family. Had it not been for my mom getting us out of the house, we probably would have killed my father, me, and my brothers. It looked like it could have been a tragedy in my life
1: before I ever put a baseball uniform on. Daryl Strawberry is a World Series champion, but before that, he was a kid struggling with brokenness in his home. He started using drugs when he was 14 and dealt with addiction throughout his baseball career.
0: It caught up to me and my life just started to spiral out of control, which every person that ends up in drugs will happen. Your life will get out of control and you can't control the drugs any longer now they control you.
1: Where do I begin? It feels like I've lost control. Even as he celebrated four World Series titles, Daryl's personal life was a mess until he surrendered everything to Jesus. Daryl is sharing his story with us on this episode of GPS. God, People, Stories.
2: It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Daryl Strawberry isn't the only one who's going to be talking about baseball on this episode. You're also going to hear from Billy Graham.
3: As a young boy... I had a keen interest in sports, and my great love was baseball. But instead of playing baseball, the Lord called me to be a minister of the gospel.
2: The gospel. That's the story of Jesus Christ. He came from heaven to earth to die for your sins so that you could live forever with God in heaven. You can learn more about Jesus and asking him to forgive your sins at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. We have a link to that site in our show notes. But again, the address is findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories.
0: I was born in Los Angeles, California, 1962.
1: There was brokenness in Daryl Strawberry's life from the get-go. He and his four brothers and sisters grew up with an abusive, alcoholic father.
0: He was always coming home drunk, and there was a lot of problems. And we ran into one problem. For the final time, when I was about 14 years old, he came home on one of his drunken nights and pulled out a shotgun and said he was going to kill the whole family. Had it not been for my mom getting us out of the house, we probably would have killed my father, me and my brothers. It looked like it could have been a tragedy in my life before I ever put a baseball uniform on.
1: The light in the midst of all this darkness was Daryl's mother. She was a follower of Jesus Christ. Daryl said she never forced her faith on her children. She has lived it.
0: She was a strong Christian woman, and she lived the life the right way, and she showed us the way. We just refused to follow it at the time.
2: Darrell picked up a baseball bat at a young age. He was bold and competitive, and playing sports was an escape from the painful parts of his childhood. My baseball
0: career started because of my pain, the emptiness on the inside. And, you know, I always loved sports, and I played growing up, Little League sports, and play sandlock football and basketball, and, and baseball was just
2: one of those sports that I really enjoyed. And it was baseball that opened a lot of doors for Darrell. He was only 18 when the New York Mets chose him as the first overall pick in the 1980 Major League Baseball draft. But as he began his career, Darrell brought with him a dangerous habit.
0: I started with drugs when I was 14 years old. Uh, I started drinking and smoking marijuana, which People say it's not a problem. Well, it's the beginning of everything else because marijuana stopped working for me. And then I went into the hard drugs once I got into the professional sports. It started controlling my life, you know, later down in my career. I mean, I used drugs for a very long
1: time. The interesting point to examine here is that that drug use didn't seem to be hurting Daryl's baseball career at all. He was the 1983 Rookie of the Year. He won the World Series with the Mets in 1986 and three more World Series titles throughout the 90s after he joined the New York Yankees. Darrell's baseball dreams
2: were coming true, and he had the money and fame to show for it. Yeah, but none of that was fixing the brokenness inside of him. Darrell struggled with drug addiction, sex addiction, failed marriages, arrests, prison time. Even two battles with cancer didn't change his behavior. In 1991... Daryl went to a Christian rally,
1: that led him to take a long, hard look at his life.
0: The power of God and the Lord Jesus was being spoken, and I just kept hearing about Jesus. I just went there, and it was a weekend—Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday—and the whole weekend I just cried, you know. And, and I got radically saved, um, and the power of God came over me, and you know, I, I experienced something that I never could
2: never imagine. What was His presence all over me? That powerful experience with God stuck with Daryl, but no one followed up with him. He didn't receive any discipleship. So Daryl didn't know how to apply the truth about Jesus to his life when he had to deal with adversity.
0: I remember clearly running into the wall. I was playing baseball. and ran into the wall and dislocated my shoulder, and I was saved, but I had no discipleship. And I remember after I got that injury, I went right back to the worldly things because of no discipleship.
2: The rest of Daryl's baseball career was marked by success on the field, but addiction and dysfunction everywhere else. One day his image would be gracing the cover of Sports Illustrated; another day his name was in newspaper headlines for all the wrong reasons. I really didn't realize how good of a player I was because if I did, I probably would have got more
0: rest at night. But I went partying, and chasing women, and drinking, and drugging, and getting up and playing the next day, and. Then eventually it catches up with you, and, and, and that's what happened. It caught up to me, and my life just started to spiral out of control, which every person that ends up in drugs will happen. Your life will get out of control, and you can't control
1: the drugs any longer. Now they control you. And they controlled Daryl through the end of his baseball career and into retirement. When he finally reached a turning point, It was the start of a journey with Jesus Christ. Journey, a very operative word here because it was no overnight transformation.
0: Well, I think I got to a place where I had to come and surrender my life to Christ. Um, I had tried every program, went to multiple programs, treatment centers, went to outside programs, still wasn't ready. And it wasn't until I came into the church and surrender my life to Christ. And that didn't happen until my wife Tracy came into my life and the Lord used her to lead me back to him. And then it was a process and getting discipled and learning the word of God and started understanding how to live and who I am and the purpose of my life. And I think so many times we don't know that. We think uh, all these other things that sit in front of us are a real life for us, but really it wasn't never a real life for me. It wasn't until I connected with God for real and gave God my heart. And that's when things started to change.
1: Darrell says two women played significant roles as his journey with Christ began. His mother, who laid the foundation for his faith, and his wife, Tracy, who helped show him how to turn back to the Lord. We met in
0: uh, Narcotics Anonymous Convention. She had one year clean. I had five seconds clean.
2: Today, Darrell and Tracy have a blended family of nine kids, and the two of them are in ministry together. Daryl does speaking engagements and other ministry work, and he's founded several rehabilitation centers. He and Tracy are passionate about helping hurting people find Christ and to grow in their faith.
0: We enjoy helping those that are uh, suffering, uh, mental health, uh, depression, drug addiction, because we come from that, uh, brokenness, All whatever area in your life. We, we bring about a ministry to show you that God has healing power to heal you. All you have to do is come to a place of trusting God and believing and and learning to walk it out. And it's a process. We try to teach people it's not an overnight miracle. Everybody's looking for the overnight miracle to happen in their life. And it just doesn't happen like that. I wish I could say it worked like that in my life, but it didn't. You have to learn how to live a Christian life. It's not no magical wand that just pops up and it's going to happen. You have to develop. You have to go. You have to. Participate, and you have to make a commitment. So I think it's important for all of us to understand as Christians, we must make commitment to God himself for us to fulfill the promises of our own life.
2: Not the promises of others, but for our own life. After 57 years on this earth, here is what Daryl Strawberry says is the biggest lesson he's learned. The biggest lesson I learned
0: from God was to trust him and trust his ways and um, to get over myself. I think so many of us get in a place where we make it about ourselves and it's really not about us. It's about Him using us for His glory. And when you can get to that place and surrender that part of you, now you have the victory because it's no longer about you. I don't have to wake up and have an ego problem of who I am or what I got to do. Uh, it's what God's going to do through me. And my trusting Him is the key to all that.
2: Okay.
1: But don't lose
0: heart and don't forget My work in you ain't finished yet Hold on to me now I'll never let you down I'll never let you down
1: Trusting God For Daryl Strawberry, that has been the key to a joyful and purposeful life. And Daryl would want to ask you a question. Have you trusted God with your life? If your answer is no, or if you've wandered away from your faith, we'd encourage you to go to this website. You'll find answers there. It's findpeacewithgod.net. And go there now. It can be the beginning of a fresh start with
2: Jesus and a new life. Again, that's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Daryl's going to share some thoughts about someone else who filled baseball stadiums. Billy Graham. You're listening to GPS God, People, Stories, a production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association.
3: As a young boy, I had a keen interest in sports, and my great love was baseball. Billy Graham. In my dreams, I thought of myself as someday a professional baseball player. But instead of playing baseball, the Lord called me to be a minister of the gospel. And it's been my privilege to be in more stadiums and auditoriums throughout the world than I would have ever been as an athlete. In the Bible, the sports arena is often used to illustrate the Christian life. The Apostle Paul writes, forgetting what is behind and pressing toward the goal. But Paul was speaking of the spiritual dimension of life, of our relation with Almighty God. It is in him We move and have our being. He will use every situation of life to remind us of his love for us and our need of him. We are his children, and he desires a relationship with him that comes only through his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and rose again.
2: The reason Jesus died on the cross was to pay the penalty for your sins so you can be forgiven and live forever with God in heaven. We can tell you more at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. And you'll also find a link to that site in the show notes. Baseball great Daryl Strawberry, or as I should introduce him now,
1: evangelist Daryl Strawberry, is our guest on this episode of GPS. He has several things in common with Billy Graham. They both love baseball, and they both spent a lot of time in the spotlight at some of the country's biggest stadiums. Of course, Billy Graham was holding a Bible, not a bat. When Daryl turned his life over to Christ, he was drawn to Billy Graham's preaching. His work was so incredible because it was not about
0: you know prosperity. It was not about stuff. It was about people. It was about souls, and it was about the gospel. And I think um, America has pretty much have gotten off the gospel and, and, and to try to make themselves feel good. And Billy Graham, his crusades were about Coming back and asking God to forgive you, and I think that's what America needs to get back to. I think that's why we, in such a time now, where evil is just spreading all over, because the brokenness of people's lives are real, and families are uh, broken, lives are real, and and um, you know, hopefully God would just pour spirit over this uh, society that we live in, and 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 just redeem it. And that's what Billy Graham was really about, and I love his, I love the way he preached the gospel.
1: We want to thank Daryl Strawberry for taking time to share his powerful story on this episode of GPS.
2: I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. GPS. God. People. Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. From the dark you call me out To have my heart
0: From the dark you call me out To have my heart